body, spirit. The martial arts are a way of life. Attack Life, Not Others is an insight into that life with Tim Hoover and Steve Mittman. Zen with Len. He's back. Yes, he is. It's good Hello, Len. Good hey, to have good you. Good morning, guys. Yeah, great to be back. Great yeah. to be back. For those of you that don't know who Len is, um, our kids got married four months ago already. Can you believe it? And anyway, we got along almost immediately. Uh, Len is the groom's father, and I'm I'm the father of the bride. And these guys came together, and um, we are very blessed and very lucky to have <laughs> these families um, in the mix. And now here you are doing podcasts with us coming on the show, driving two hours to get here and spending a couple hours and turn around and going back. What a commitment that is. But I, I think about why is it that, you know, I can walk into somebody's life in, in a second or two and just feel that it's kind of not meant to be and also feel a sense of openness. And I have to use the word love coming together like that is so unusual and I know it is. We all feel the same way. Yeah. So, But I, I think it's a lot about why you're here. I think it's a lot about why you're on the show, why you want to give back, why you want to say some of the things that you need to say. I wonder why I'm here, too, because but, it's, it's did I meet you to be here? Who, who had that plan to get out what we're, in particular, going to talk about today? Oh, it's a much bigger picture. All of it is. Um, and, you know, and out of our control. Yeah. And, I mean, Steve's the one. He's the master pulling it all together. And I used to talk about mastery, which is, I guess we can't call you a master, an expert um, in pulling this together. But the thing that, that drives us both is the topic. And I called you the other day and I said, I'd like you to talk about adversity. You paused for a second and you said, what does that mean? You said, I don't know. I don't know that word. I don't know that word. Then you said some things that really mattered and that I need to share and you need to share with everybody else listening. Well, I appreciate the opportunity to have this platform to hopefully be able to say a few things that will help the listeners that are uh, potentially struggling with a couple things, one in particular. So. Yeah, yeah. And somehow, if we want to call it adverse, um, in an adverse situation, which I don't think you ever thought it was, but your whole family has embraced this and become stronger because of it and more open, more loving, more caring. Um, in such a big way, we're going to talk about Mikey. That's great. And I'd like you to take it from here. Again, I appreciate being here to be able to do this. I'm kind of doing this for the people out there listening that maybe are struggling with what they're dealing with or don't understand it or are still asking why me. And I'm also doing it for the people that can't talk that would like to ask for that additional help or or whatever. And um, I'll tell a little story first. Adversity comes in two ways, in my opinion. Number one, we all make our own adversity sometimes with the dumb bonehead moves you make, whether it's socially, whether it's in your marriage, whether it's uh, a bad business decision, whatever. And then you have adversity, you have to deal with it, and you have all that stuff. We create those problems. You know, they're controllable, but we made them. Then you have the other side of it, part two of adversity, where it's uncontrollable. It's things that are thrown at you in life that are real, you know, health or medical problems that, you know, unfortunately come your way. How do you deal with that? In our particular case, uh, I have four beautiful sons. Our youngest son, Michael, who's now 25 as of three days ago, 
Uh, he has a combination of uh, autism and Down syndrome. You know, it's one of those things where I can't control that. Or, you know, it was an uncontrollable event that came my way, but I am not going to let that control me either. I'm going to do whatever I can do and our family and my wife in particular to make his life the best it could be and to, you know, rub off on other people and, and lead by example and, and uh, turn this into a positive thing, not a negative thing. You wanted to share this speech. Sure. Yeah. This was when Chris and Chelsea got married. Michael was the best man, one of the best men. Now, this is someone that doesn't speak well. This took probably three weeks of coaching with endless people, endless times, attempts to make it all perfect for that day. And I mean, you guys were there. You were there, Steve. Yeah, he, we, and he delivered. We witnessed it, yeah. And uh, it, it was a great thing. And, and uh, so anyway, this this was uh, Michael's speech to his brother. Can, why don't, you, you know, you handed it to me. Do you want to read it? No, I, I think I it's meaningful you, coming from you. Uh, I'll finish it. All right. You, you, all right. Yeah. It's, it still touches me. So, so this was to his brother, Chris, who was the groom who got married. Michael said, thank you for the time you spent teaching me, believing in me, pushing me to do things, being patient with me, but most of all for loving me. That yeah. last line, I mean, that, that's the culmination pretty powerful stuff when something like that can be done by michael or whoever it is out there and whoever's listening's world and you can get something positive like that how rewarding that is to hear that from him versus the alternative of making excuses and the situation negative that's what you call overcoming adversity yeah yeah. And you guys have. I know so, one time when we started meeting each other for the first time, you came over to the house and we're sitting down and you're talking. And, and, and you said that Mikey is the best teacher for all of us, that Mikey has taught us all. What does that mean? You embrace the situation. You don't walk away from it. It's tough. It's tough. Oh, it's real tough. There's, you know, we can't just jump in a plane and go to wherever for, you know, I can go wherever I want, but I can't do it because we have to have somebody cover for Mike. You can't just, hey, let's go to dinner tonight because someone has to cover for Mike. You can't, you know, people watch the football game Sunday afternoon, the NFL games, I'm at swimming practice because that's the only times that they give those kids. All those sacrifices that you have to make along the way, that's the tough part. But the teaching part and again, I, I'm not, you know, I'm not a teacher and Mike's not a teacher by trade, but he teaches better than any teacher there is. You know, it teaches you compassion, teaches you love, it teaches you how to help others. You know, he teaches without even trying. He, he did. I, first of all, um, you know, when I met Mikey, I wasn't sure what to do. I figured, well, I'm going to let it up to him. And I didn't force myself on him. Um, I didn't force an agenda like most of us do in this world. They meet you and they're in your face with their agenda. I just was there. And for the first couple times we met, you know, he checked me out, but he didn't give me a lot of time. That made me realize that I've got to just be patient. 
And right. any good friendship, just be patient and let it come to you. And the day of the wedding, he, he made contact with me, he approached me, and they kind of knew that this was it. Our families were bound. Yeah. Um, and there you, there you but, go. But he did it in a way that was simple. He did it in a way that was compassionate. He did it in a way in a high-level understanding that I didn't have. And then what comes to me later down the road is a student who has autism, that now I am able to teach him with a level of understanding I didn't have before. Right. So all of it matters in such a deep way if we open our hearts and let us grow. I think with adverse situations, you know, I'm teaching healthy people, give up so easy, hang up their cleats, uh, walk away from a job. Uh, what you said, the controllable and the uncontrollable. The controllable adverse situations are situations that you put yourself into and you can work your way out of it. A lot of people don't have the willpower, desire to do that. And I see all these healthy people training and whining at the same time sometimes and wonder why. Backing up to what you said is you didn't understand what to do the first time you met them. And most people that visit our world that we live every day, 24 seven, there's no, you don't get certain time off. You know, it is what it is. And that's the uncontrollable part that you have to learn to control and work out. But most people don't understand what to do. And I'm here to tell the people out there listening that expect that they're just not sure. And what you need to do is be positive with it, make everybody feel comfortable with it. What you need to do is just, you know, the parents or whoever's listening out there, you know, don't be ashamed of it. Don't, don't feel embarrassed by it. Don't get down on yourself. Don't ask why. Just deal with it. It's not going away and it's not that bad. And there's more and more understanding in this world now about it than there ever was. So, you well, know. you just had a, a situation at the Jersey Shore called the Polar Bear. Uh, yeah, we have, a, we have a, a place down in Sea Isle City. And every President's Day weekend, they have the polar bear plunge. Uh, I don't plunge. I just am a cheerleader. But uh, every weekend, they tie that in. And on the Sunday after that Saturday plunge, they have uh, Mike Seafood sponsors a 5K or a one-mile walk for autism. And, uh, you know, I actually do the walk with Michael most years. Um, my wife and sons have run in it. We have a lot of friends that sponsor, that donate, whatever. This year, uh, I know they raised north of $150,000 in about a 20-minute walk. Yeah. You know, it, it's just a fantastic event. There's so many caring people out there in this world. You know, sometimes you just need to turn that TV off and, and get involved. But, you know, talking about Mikey and talking about autism, adverse situations can make you stronger. I mean, every athlete, puts themselves into an adverse situation. Every team, every NFL team puts themselves in practice in adverse situations. The SEALs believe if they're going to get there, if they're going to go through a hard day, they're going to put themselves in an adverse situation to become stronger. Adversity creates strength. Sure. And if you run from it, it just makes you weaker. But if you embrace it, if you go after it, and you say, look, this is what it is. I'm going to take it head on. God willing, I will do the best I can with it. It takes a lot of courage to do that. But I think at the end of the day, that's why we're here. That's why you're on the show. And, and you're Steve not, you can't change it by worrying about it. So you need to 
no, deal with it, he, make it positive like you're saying. I yeah. said to you the other day that one of the biggest problems we have in this world today, one of the biggest issues we have is self-pity. Once we start giving into self-pity and pitting ourselves for this and pitting ourselves for that, that's the day we start losing. Bernie would say we start going into the quicksand of time. We get lost in it. Sure. And an adverse situation, it's time to face it and run into it rather than running away from it. Get that sledgehammer out and knock the wall down. A lot of times people would refer to Michael as special needs. Right. He's a spe- we all have special needs. Sure. I hate that word, special needs. What does that mean? I mean, special needs. We all have special needs. Yeah. We all do. And I think that most of us ignore it or run away from it. A well, lot of well, us. Go ahead. Not to interrupt you, but you just hit something with that. It's the people that do the labeling they don't understand. It's not they don't understand because they're mean people. They just don't understand. And it's just they have some extra things that they that they need from us. Right. It, it isn't that they're special, you know, one way or the other. And it's kind of like, you know, I like the tagline of, of your show. I listen to every episode. It's great, good information. Most of the people out there, I'm sure, are doing something, you know, mind, body, spirit, make a better, stronger version of yourself, all that. I got that right, didn't I? Yeah. So let's just say that everybody listening to the show gets to the top of that mountain and they're all perfect with mind, body, spirit. It's all good. People like us that are positive people keep pushing yourself to go higher, higher, higher. Right. But let's just say we get to the top. My question to everybody is now what? Hmm. And what I'm saying is maybe we can turn that positive around and go to these people that need these extra things and they don't even know they need them by helping them let their mind, body, and spirit get stronger. And they don't even know that they need to do that. And it's a very rewarding feeling. And if I could spin that to help somebody else at whatever it is, I can't explain how good that feels. Well, I know, I know what you, exactly what you're saying. I mean, I, you know, in the dojo, I, I mean, I get some athletes, don't get me wrong, but it's the smallest percentage. I get the kids, I get the people, they're walking in there, they're beat up, something's wrong mentally, physically, spiritually, making the wrong choices. The martial arts is about learning how to make the right choices as much as possible so that you don't put yourself in a, in a bad situation. We're all flooded with advertisements of all kinds of negative things. And more than ever, our kids are getting hit. Access, availability to negative stuff and wrong choices is available more now than ever. More now than ever. Sure. And it's a grocery store of chocolate cake and sugar and all the wrong drinks. And you get in there and you got to make the right choices to pull the right stuff off the shelf. That's the way you make yourself better. And that's the way you make the world better around you. You made the right choices. You didn't run from you're driven. You know, most of the people that come on this show, I've known for a long time. Known you for a year and a half, two years, maybe barely. It's like we've known each other forever. And everything that you do, you wear, you wear it, you listen, you see it, you feel it. You know, speaking of the, you know, the grocery store, the the great Wawa chain, that's where Michael works. You know, they, they're fantastic. They, they have many associates that are similar to Michael that, uh, you know, have special needs, whatever the word is. And there's a lot of places out there. So for, again, the people that are listening, that are struggling with this, you know, find organizations like that, that you can talk, you can vent. You feel a lot better when you talk about it than when you keep it inside. 
So that's why I'm just encouraging all the people that are out there that are touched by this to... But that goes for everything, anything. For anything, whether you're dealing with a health issue or whatever it is, the more people you can get around that are positive, that say the right things, you can get it out, talk about it. It's only going to help you. I know. Well, I mentioned it to you before you were driving down here, getting a group of friends together, guys, have you know, you're sitting down, having a beer, whatever you're talking and... Yeah, everybody complaining about the week, the body, this, that, bomb. But somehow you walk away after an hour and you feel better sure. because you got it out. You talk to your buddies. You talked it out. Tim, you know, we talked about the word sensei many times on the yeah. show. And sensei, you know, most people know it as meaning teacher. And yes, it does. Right. It's one who has knowledge and is willing to share that knowledge. But it is literally translated as one who has gone before, one who has gone first, and they've walked that path. And that's kind of the way I see Len. He's not a martial artist, but you know what? On today's episode, he's the sensei. He's a sensei. He's been there before. He's been there before. And Len, like you said, you can teach people. You can help people because you've not been doing it for one year, two years, five years. You've been doing it for 25 years. Right. You know, when you have the strength, you have the mind, the body, the spirit, and you reach that top of the, the peak, what do you do at that point? And I think that's what we're all striving for um, is purpose. We talk about purpose a lot, and that might be your purpose. And sure. uh, through vehicles like this, where we reach thousands of people or just one-on-one interactions, or you change a person's whole outlook on their life because you can give that transference of experience. Hey, listen, you'll get through this. It's going to be okay. Right. That's exactly why, you know, I feel good about being here to talk to the people that are just walking in day one or year one with this. And believe me, when we first, 25 years ago, when we got this news, you know, the baby's born and then you hear all these words you don't even know. I mean, it's like a the hardest punch you ever got, but yeah. you get through it. Yeah. Yeah, I know. And, you know, it says in one of our rules, uh, compete against yourself. Don't compete against others. Right. But I compete against others all the time. Um, I usually look at people who are suffering uh, more than I am, which motivates me that I'd, I can't take life for granted. And um, I know you said one thing that I want to bring up real quick before we end the show. But when I think about my body hurting at 64 years old or when I think about how tough I have, I look at all the blessings I have, and I look at other people who are stage four lung cancer, or I look at other people who are suffering that are a lot younger than me, and I said, man, I'm here. And I'm not just here to take each moment and gobble it up. I'm here to thrive and take everything I got and run it, run it into the end zone. And you mentioned to me the other day, your three other boys, Chris, Matt, and Nick, would go to practice and they'd come home licking their wounds and complaining and whining at times, right? Yeah. And what would you say to them? Look at your brother. Right. And you say, he has to concentrate on learning how to hold his breath, learning how to swim. Something like that. Yeah, no, that's exactly it. So, you know, all the self-pitying and whining that so-called regular people do, like you just said, be thankful that that's your problem. Yeah. I mean, you're supposed to be doing that stuff. These other people have to learn to just do the basics that you don't even think about. A lot of people can learn a lot of stuff from all these situations. So Absolutely. I mean, Mike's he's the glue that holds holds it all together. Yeah. Really. Everybody leaves and moves and whatever, but he's the one that, you know, all their friends, he's always been like their 
their little mascot. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the teams. And if he goes to the beach in Sea Isle, he can't get lost. It's impossible. The guy's like the mayor of Sea Isle. Uh, you know, he he just attracts people and positive things. So, you know, again, all the people that are new to this, you're going to get through it. It's all good. Stay positive. Get them involved. Do the events. Get yourself involved. You know, I mean, you have two choices. You know, you can let it control you or you can take control of it. So, yeah. And you guys did. So you know. to me, it sounds like it goes back to the title of this show. Attack life, not others. So instead of pitying yourself and taking your, you know, what's been handed to you out on others and blaming whoever. Right. Or I can't do it, it or I can't go or all that. I want people to look at, you know, me, my wife in particular, and our family as examples of what to do, not what to not be like. Right. And that's what we do. Well, well, thank you for sharing this on behalf of who knows that's listening right now to this, yeah. how you've maybe changed their mindset and their outlook and brighten up their, not just their day, but their life. Yeah, that's, that's really it. You know, this is, this is 24-7 for the rest of my time here. This doesn't end in a week, in a year. You know, it's here. Make it work. Yeah. Yeah. And you guys have. Well, you know, I hope people get it. You know, just not whining about their life, but just kicking butt, taking it on, and making their life better. Taking adversity on. Thank you for listening to Attack Life, Not Others. Subscribe to our podcast. And for more on our way of life through the martial arts, go to hoovercarate.com. This has been a Steve Mittman social media creation. creation. Steve Mittman social media.com. Dot com. Dot com. Dot com.